Welcome to Friday Night Party Line for March 31st, 2017. I'm going to cut this one off right at the pass. No, there will be no April 1st shenanigans. We do not do that. It's dickery and we shall not engage in that. Every other kind of dickery. There was. (laughs) Every other kind of dickery, however, we, we regularly engage in. That reminds Starting me, there's Facebook. there's Pac-Man on Google Maps today. You can check it out. <laughs> Is that so? Yeah, you, you may have noticed that I normally say something weird at the start of every show anyway, so yeah. that's not an April Fool's thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of, the king of dickery, hickory dickery do himself, it's Cherba. Hey, Cherbs. I, I prefer the title, the head knight of the order of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> the head knight? <laughs> <laughs> Hey. hey, what can I say? When you've got skills, you've got to advertise. Uh, that? Who's playing Pac-Man? Or rather, who's playing Google Maps? <laughs> it's George. How do you know can... it's George? You got to swipe? What? It's... This is... This is some bullshit. Itchy nose, what the hell? Jesus, George, you are you are way hot right now. I don't know what's going on. Like super loud, super. That's uh, no, because my microphone has two two sides to it, and there's my phone. Yeah, I think your phone is reflecting your voice into your mic. Anywho, uh, we've got uh, in addition to George, who we've already said he's here. We got Nelson. Hey, Nelson. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. You are in some kind of. Some kind of graphic a, tee over a there. Graphical uh, T-shirt. Yeah, uh, what's yes, up with I that? I do believe it's the feminist gaming Illuminati T-shirt. Aha, okay. Ooh. Oh, that's a good T-shirt. It's a good shirt. Mm-hmm. It's a good whenever shirt. Whenever I whenever I go to PAX and I'm walking around, you know, trying to find a game or something, yeah. and I see someone with this shirt, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. That is a good person. Good people. I can approach them <laughs> and hang out with them, and they will, you know, be able to like converse without any like garbage, you know. That is a business. that is a good uh, a good filter. I it's should get test. one of those shirts. It's yeah. a good shirt. Yeah, we uh, uh, we had a Chris guy is at... giving me eyebrows. It's the feminist gaming <laughs> Illuminati shirt. We had uh, a one... guy at Pax. It's good that you last. don't know about that. <laughs> who rolled up to one of my panels wearing a Oregon Trail shirt, and it's like Oregon Trail with the wagon and like the little dead guy and such, except it says, you have died of ethics in gaming journalism. I actually had an awkward conversation with the guy, like trying to sound out if he was like pro-Gamergate or <laughs> against Gamergate, because they couldn't tell which one that he, the shirt was meant to be for. Well, uh, I kind of rolled over. I'm like, "Hey, bro, uh, what's going on?" <laughs> one time, I uh, I was hanging out with friend of the show Mike yeah. at PAX, and uh, we were at he the was, hotel. I hear and it got canceled. We were we were chatting. I was in the bathroom, like changing out of my enforcer shirt, and uh, we were chatting about something. And it got to the topic of shirts, and uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, you know." And uh, and I brought my my feminist gaming Illuminati shirt, and I walk out of the bathroom. And he's wearing it, and I look down, and I am also wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> the Illuminati runs deep. You know what this means? Collusion. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Ah, uh, so we got some topics today, and uh, I'm gonna oh, start sure. with a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna start with a little bit of a softball for Chir- for uh, for Churba. Churba, are you aware of of the recent <laughs> Uber? Shenanigree. I'm I'm just blown away that we actually plan these things before we do them. 
Yeah, I know. You never read the topics. So, <laughs> zounds. Yeah. Uh, you know, I actually do. It's just that now I'm scrolling back to see what the next topic is, and I have to scroll back past, like, <laughs> fucking 45,000 pictures of my dog. And mm-hmm. and George's uh, <laughs> fa and or fo. Actually, both are wrong. What is it? <laughs> what is it? I wasn't going to say it. Fa yeah. with a rising intonation? It's. Oh. I'm sorry, it's, it's fa? Yes. Okay, so it's fa. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's you, fa? fa? Yes. You're Californian. How can you not so it's get fa. a rising intonation? No. Because <laughs> yeah, I've never heard it pronounced by anyone who seems to be like, able really? to speak on it with authority. You know what? I've had it a lot of times, and I've never heard it spoken by the waiter or waitress. I have no idea. Maybe they how don't you're know. Maybe nobody knows. <laughs> My boss, when I do sound gigs, is a Vietnamese guy, yeah. and like that is one of the things we do. Is after a show, we'll go out for beers and pho. Okay, so it's and pho. I always say beers and pho to annoy him. Uh, <laughs> <sighs> Will we ever find out how it's pronounced? No. It's pho. Probably. For white guys, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> He, he did also send me home with a jar of fish sauce once. Mm. <laughs> no, but that's high quality. Gotta get some but good it wasn't fish like, sauce. But it wasn't like a jar of fish sauce like from the supermarket. It was like a jam jar. <laughs> so homemade <laughs> had, fish sauce. That he had poured some fish sauce in. I didn't <laughs> had, have the heart to tell him that like I despise fish sauce. <laughs> we had to buy fish sauce for this last night and we were sort of looking around at... They have like a whole wall of fish sauce at the uh, oh the H Mart, and we're like looking at this, going, "What? Which one do we buy?" I, I, I just... we, no idea. We we ended up buying the one that was on sale. So welcome to acceptable yeah. vices they, tonight. They limited food. Welcome they limited it. Fish sauce. <laughs> Let's buy this because we're limited to three. This clearly is good. <laughs> So apparently my softball was victim mispronouncing Vietnamese food words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jerba. I thought I'd give right. you. I thought I'd give you news about Uber and just let you run with it because we all know how much you adore <laughs> Uber. I have mixed feelings about Uber. Like, good on them for trying something new and interesting where the old system actually really did have some significant problems. Not good on them for literally everything else. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, the news of which I literally handed Cherba on a silver platter, on a figurative silver platter, (laughs) I literally handed it to him on a figurative silver platter, uh, was that Uber's president quit Uber because... And I quote, I joined Uber because of its mission and the challenge to build global capabilities that would help the company mature and thrive long term. It is now clear, however, that the beliefs and approach to leadership that have guided my career are inconsistent with what I saw and experienced at Uber. And I can no longer continue as president of the ride sharing business. Shit's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Ding. Oh, what was that sound? That was my corporate speak to real people translator. I was okay with this until it became a PR issue. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not like these are new. Uber has been this way from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, Uber, 
has this weird thing where they go, okay, yeah, we're making a diversity push, and they'll hire like a shit ton of say a shit ton of. That's women a new engineers. one. A shit ton of blah 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 blah. blah. Hey, there's infinite genders. Leave it off. But but they hired, like, you know, a huge amount of women so that their workforce jumps up to, like, 25% women. Mm -hmm. And then a year later, their workforce has dwindled back down to 3% women because of endemic and systemic sexism, sexual harassment issues, all sorts of shit like that. And then, like, another year after that, we're having a big diversity push, guys. We're hiring a bunch of women. (laughs) Play it again, Sam. (laughs) <laughs> Susan Fowler uh, came out a while back which kicked off Uber's very very bad no good horrible month that they're having <laughs> uh, which basically said hey this is what it was like with my year at Uber but what that doesn't convey is that that's also like not the first time that her- that exact situation has happened at Uber that has been happening on a fucking cycle yep mm-hmm. it's just that she's the first one to step up and speak out about it and get noticed in a widespread kind of way Bad news also, about Uber has been pretty prevalent for the last three years. How, yep. how old is Uber? Uh, don't actually know. I feel Did you like guys see the Uber car that crashed. No. Oh yeah, the driver, the well, not driverless, but uh, driver autonomous one. <laughs> uh, They're uh, um, eight years old. Uber is oh, eight okay. years old. Yeah. It just sort of fell over on its side. It's really <laughs> well, you see, the front fell off. <laughs> Is that common? Hmm. Well, I'm it's not uncommon. <laughs> well, how how are they, aren't they normally designed so the front doesn't fall off? This one clearly wasn't. What are you, some kind of like car expert? Do you do panels about cars or something at cons? Um, okay. Aside yes? from aside from Uber's car being flipped outside of the environment. Yes. <laughs> the president isn't even the first executive level person at Uber to leave. He's just the first one to do it willingly in disagreement with Uber's policies. Mm-hmm. In disagreement. Like they they already lost like almost half their senior executives due to like for example one uh like basically just didn't disclose that he left his previous employer because of extremely credible sexual harassment allegations another one left basically before he was thrown out for sexual harassment there were a couple of others that were all fucking dismissed for very similar reasons, like mm. various types of harassment and other shitty behavior. They're in the middle of a fucking giant lawsuit with Google about self-driving cars that keeps getting worse and worse for them. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Like, well, that's because they're, they're lawyers and AI. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they've got a self-lawyering courtroom. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they're having some issues with that because it turns out that it's getting basically more and more sure by the day that the guy that they aggressively hired away from Google pretty much stole a bunch of stuff from Google about their self-driving car program, Mm -hmm. which then mysteriously turned up in the Uber self-driving car program, which went from zero to a hundred in a real hurry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't imagine how that could have gone poorly for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, that's just getting worse and worse. The whole thing's just a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. Uber's a shithole. Yep. 
Oh, uh, let's see. What was the, the, another thing that came up recently? Uh, they've been like forcing drivers to listen to anti-union podcasts mm-hmm. after Wait, a couple of different what? states won the right to have Uber drivers unionize. How do you how do you force them to listen to that? I've never taken an Uber. Does like their music playing happen within like the Uber no, app or something? I think it's a pre-roll thing when they go to log in to get or something like that it's in the system somehow yeah you basically i can't remember whether it's before you drive or before you get paid for driving but you have to go and listen i'm pretty sure it's before you get paid for driving Mm -hmm. you have to listen to these fucking podcasts well podcasts they're not actually (laughs) broadcast anywhere or like we are or anything like that right but same format basically (laughs) yes i was just chatting with my friends on the interwebs (laughs) But uh, basically, those you had to listen all the way through them before it would actually let you get to the pay me interface. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's all pretty fucked up. And mm. this is on top of things like their past controversies about background checks, about paying off some of the shadier sections of the tech press to essentially libel fucking the entire city of Austin. <laughs> Their their war with Lyft? Oh, yeah. Not to mention their corporate sabotage of basically any competitor that comes along in one of their markets. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then there I was the thing where they were driving using... driving for Uber just, just to the... see what it's like. And then there was the thing where they, um, where they were using... Uh, where they were u- manipulating the data of the, the little dots of drivers on their map to throw off government... <laughs> government officials and police oh, yeah. from you know finding them oh yeah the gray ball program the gray where, ball like, yeah as they would go and specifically investigate and find out which phones were tied to the uh were tied to police departments in areas where they were operating illegally and purposefully gave those client user clients fucking false information so that they couldn't get an uber and that they couldn't uh, like track drivers or anything else through the interface. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clearly, yep. the activities of an upstanding business organization. Oh, and <laughs> and the and one final really weird one. Uh, their CEO Travis also used to tell this weird lie about being ranked number one in the world in Wii tennis. Uh, sorry, Wii <laughs> sports tennis. That is that is a very weird thing to want to you know lie about. Yeah, especially because Wii Sports Tennis has a maximum score and there's like thousands, if not tens of thousands of people who have specifically gone on and registered their high score as that maximum on various like record keeping sites and things like that. It's Mm -hmm. like, what the fuck, dude? You're not number one. You're one of a million. (laughs) Uh... So Wii Tennis was pretty easy to get to that max score, so... (laughs) (laughs) I prefer the the ping pong on uh, Wii Sports Resort. I think that's more fun. Mm. It's good. Nah, man. Fucking Rockstar Table Tennis. Rockstar? That was my jam. Wait, what (laughs) is that? Rockstar made a table tennis game, and it was really fucking good. Did they? Hmm. Huh. Yeah. They should put that in Grand Theft Auto (laughs) V. Yeah, they should have instead of that shitty tennis mini game that nobody plays because it is garbage. We tried it. You and I tried it once, and it just... It was... It just oh, kept going. So yeah, it goes on like way beyond the point where anyone actually wants to play it. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, let's see here. Next, next up on the docket, uh, North Carolina rescinds its uh, the controversial bathroom bill uh, because the NCAA set a deadline for them 
and they're uh, they're attempting to appease them, but in reality, they don't really do anything about it. It hasn't really done anything at all. Um, under the new law, the transgender transgender people are once again free to use the bathroom of their choice, but they actually lack. There's actually nothing they can do if a person or a business or a state, and this is important, a state entity uh, decides to eject or harass them. You know, eject them from the bathroom or harass them uh, in their use of it. And uh, it also, and here's the fun part, uh, it denies LGBT people state and legal protection uh, in terms of employment and housing. So What's the, that got to do with bathrooms, though? Ah. Hmm. That, that would assume that this had anything to do with bathrooms in the first place. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> According, yeah, Mara Mara Kiesling, who's the director of the Washington-based National Center for Transgender Equality, said, "Wow, what was that?" <laughs> well, she might have said that too at one point, but what she said in regard to this, in regard to this, was, uh, "quote This is the end of HB two House." House Bill 2. Uh, in name only, the bill that was passed today is a disgrace, not a fix, a reset, or a compromise, and certainly not a repeal. So, yeah. do, does any do, do you guys think the NCAA is going to uh, is going to buy this? Well, no, no one is. No one. Um, <laughs> but it brings up an interesting kind of moral dilemma that I've been thinking about for a while. Oh. Uh, so there's there's two ideas. One is uh, the Prime Directive. Which is don't interfere with you know other other cultures mm. and their own like oh, sorry you know journey towards enlightenment or whatever. Uh, and the other idea is like progressive cultural imperialism. Like we should impose our values when they are uh, more you know this is hugely more problematic correct. and more right. correct quote unquote you know, as much as we can tell that. Um, because like on one hand, the people in these, in red states have voted consistently for, you know, since the beginning to do really, really shitty things to people in their own states. Yeah. And you know, what, what right do we, uh, who don't live there, what do, what right do we have to impose our values? Even if those values are perhaps better or, you know, more, uh, more based in reality or, you know, all these other things. Okay. On the other hand, uh, a lot of the oppressed people in these different polities, uh, don't get the right to vote or are suppressed from voting. Right. So, you know, maybe the, the will of the people is not as much of an argument, uh, in that case. All right. Well, let me, let me say this. Okay. Let me, let me, let me talk about this in uh in conservative typically republican speak okay um the states absolutely should have the right to determine the law the laws of their land because the state knows what's best for the state at the same time the free hand the that uh the invisible hand of free, of a uh, free market capitalism says that the ncaa and any other major organization absolutely has the right to threaten to pull out of a state if the regulations in there don't mesh with what they want. And they should. 
And if the state decides to change because of it, well, that's just the invisible hand of the market doing its work. Yeah, funny how these chappies don't seem to understand that the invisible hand of the free market is not meant to just cup their balls gently. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's going to squeeze. Yes. Let's hope it does until they pop like fucking grapes. No, no, Uh, you gotta gotta let... There you go. See, that's a much better. (laughs) Probably a little in there as well. So I read a perfect. (laughs) I read an interesting uh, take the other day Mm. that was basically a uh, uh, what is it called? The Jonathan Swift. um, What was it called? I don't know. (laughs) Where you're supposed to eat the babies. A modest proposal, yeah. So it was sort of a modest proposal for blue states and local governments to basically uh, stop giving, like, federal money to, you know, these other states. Basically, like, use as, you know, push back as much as possible against the federal government and say, you know what, you want states' rights? Okay, we're not going to give you, you know, any money we will instead reinvest that money into our local, you know, state and local governments to basically do all of the things that we think the government should do. You know, universal health care, uh, free public transportation, all mm. this wonderful stuff. And just, like, wait 10 years for, you know, the the states that don't invest that to basically, you know, crumble because they red also are more uh what's the word they like to use they're moochers uh yeah welfare queens welfare yeah yeah that's the one and it's an interesting argument because you know why why should uh new york city give so many millions of dollars or yeah so many millions of dollars uh to red states that are that are you know doing their thing when we could really use that money here to improve, you know, the lives of our, like, poor people and, yeah. you know... That's and the it's thing. interesting. They're very, we, we could do so much better, so much more good in a metropolitan area if we didn't send all of our our, our tax dollars to those those mooching red states. Right? Yeah. But the on the other hand... states. If we don't... Stupid flyover If we states. don't keep trying to improve those states, even against the will of the people living there, people will die and have you know really horrible lives and the oppressed people that yeah. uh, yep. are forced to live in these places will have even shittier lives yep hmm. it's almost as if i i really it's almost as if the states aren't just islands in the middle of a land sea and that they actually have some sort of connection <laughs> to the other states hmm <laughs> <laughs> Well punctuated. Uh, you guys debate the the global revolution. I'm gonna get some food. One sec. Oh, okay. You know what? I I think that we should start a drag act. Uh huh. Where all of the proceeds go to charities to say help the homeless and unemployed and so on and so forth, and we could call it the welfare queens. <laughs> <laughs> God, it'd be good. <laughs> oh my goodness, Scott! I'll you have to lose would. some weight. <laughs> nah, I, 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 I do trouble. I, I am troubled by this trend in America where the red states don't want the federal government to do anything, and they don't want our help, and they want us to go away, and they feel like they're better than us 
because they have more land. But George, and, George, how can <laughs> how can urban how can urbanly oriented people like us who haven't who haven't had to go through the struggle of tilling a field or milking some cows or getting wheat in a combine because nobody freshes wheat by hand anymore? How can we possibly understand the amount of hard work and dedication and America that goes into providing the food that this country so happily chows upon? Um, do you want to know how we can we can relate to that? We pay them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we give them money for food. <laughs> and you know what? They give me money so that I can work on securing their freaking subsidies government. for corn and wheat and such. No, I, I'm employed by the government to make their computer systems not shit. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, That's, if uh, if they think that the large, having more land makes them better, do, do you think they realize that America doesn't even break the top 70 of largest farms? They the have world? no idea. <laughs> like, None. There's, there's None. cattle stations down here that are like the size of Texas. <laughs> no, they they think they're huge. You no 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 not not huge 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 yes, huge. huge huge. See, the weird thing is, one of uh, there's a person I've been friends with since we were like literally about five or six years old, called Poling, and her brother's name is Huge. <laughs> it's not long. It's just huge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is a top chap, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> oh, that was gross. Anywho, uh, where, where are we at in terms of duration? We are doing okay. We got th- we're about a half hour into we're uh, about twenty minutes into this. All right, uh, let's. What's see. your dinner, Nelson? Yeah, what you got tonight's dinner? Welcome to Nelson's dinner segment. Tonight's dinner is a uh, steak burrito with some homemade chips and uh, and some tres leches cake for dessert. Nice. See, I provided some soothing yeah. bossa nova. Yeah, we, we needed a little, we needed a little like flute transition or something to Nelson's dinner segment. Welcome to Nelson's dinner segment. Also, Scott Johnson pinging in in from fucking God knows where, Pennsylvania. Indeed. Can uh, I send him an invite? He has pointed <laughs> out that Arby's employs more people than the coal industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's no surprise. I'm going to ping him in. So, this. you know what this means? It's all a conspiracy by Big Farmer. <laughs> by Big Beef. <laughs> Where's the beef? That's a secret citizen. Did you see the Did you see the shot? I was a cow's eye. <laughs> Did you see the shot Wendy's fired off of uh, McDonald's's bow regarding beef? Yes, that was wonderful. What happened? So McDonald's tweets out that as of 2018, um, all of their quarter pounders, most, uh, mo- yeah, uh, all their quarter pounders in most of their locations will be using 100% fresh beef. So mm. Wendy's shoots. Wait, so that means that doesn't that mean that? Most of your burgers at all of your locations don't? 
<laughs> yeah. On the line, we've got Skojo. Hey, Skojo. Hi. So you know... Am I coming in okay? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're yeah. fine. All right, go. The thing is, I, I still do really like a McDonald's hamburger every oh, now yeah. and then. God. It's, it's really good. What is wrong with you people? Yeah, they're not. They're, they're <laughs> so actually never. They have the never thing. been good, even as a little kid. Oh, no, they're good. They're, good. They're, they're the fattiest ground beef you can yeah. covered in salt. Oh, it's yeah. Having, delicious. Having eaten at McDonald's on more continents than most people in this conversation. <laughs> I can actually definitively say that American McDonald's really, it's okay. Like, it's its decent enough, yeah, but it's not. also not very good compared to oh, no, McDonald's no. in other places. No, but no, you no, can, they're not, the they're not, we're not saying it's good. Yeah. We're no, saying we're not, we're, it, we're no, saying saying it's delicious. No. We're not well, saying well, it's well. good. The <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not even good compared to other McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> The only, the, only, the only reason you ever go to a McDonald's is for breakfast. That's it. That's the no. only time you should ever no. go into a McDonald's. No. That is that is admittedly, breakfast is their best meal. It is. By far. But, yeah. um, Brilliant move for them to go 24-hour breakfast. Right? But... But for me, if I am, if I'm, you know, if I need to go, like, and I don't, and I don't have an opportunity to get like something to eat at home, I will drive right. Th- I will drive through the McDonald's drive-through. I will pick up one sausage egg McMuffin and one of their little cheeseburgers, and what? it's amazing. Yeah, I get my 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 uh, meal now is a McDouble, a small fry, and a small Coke. I don't get Man. the sodas. Jesus, there's like does. my meal is like go to a nah, real, the the real Coke place. is the best at a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, but Nelson, gotta, you don't ever have to drive anywhere. That's true. <laughs> have you? But also, you live a, in California, and In and Out exists. In and Out, yeah, In and Out exists, but right along with the In and Out is the inevitable twenty car line. Ain't nobody so going to make more in I know this is a foreign concept to Los Angeles, but get out of your fucking car and walk in. <laughs> yeah, you I've can't never... walk into an in and out. Yeah, you can. Yes, you Not can. Not the ones Plug near the me. Window. Not the ones near me. <laughs> you can't walk Plug in the there. They don't window. have a place to walk in. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, that's shoot. Weird. What's the fast food in this area that's like that? Uh, what's it called? Uh, there's one of those. I, I I guess an announcer like that. Oh shoot! What's it? Cheese steaks are us. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I wish I was thinking George would re- recall what fast food does that. They only. I'm do, sorry. Uh, what what is it? Uh, say that. Sonics. The, Sonics. Yeah. Sonic. Yeah. Sonic. That's right. Oh, and man. they're terrible. They're terrible. As that's well. not drive through. That's a drive in. That's even yeah, slower. That's even slower. <laughs> nah, man. You you gotta get yourself. The McOz. The McOz is beast. What is the McOz? Uh, the McOz is the usual beef patty, buns, all that. Right. Uh, beetroot, tomato, lettuce, cheese, onions, a bit of mustard and ketchup on beet a toasted root? bun. Yeah, beetroot. Yeah, you lost me at, lost me at beetroot. <laughs> well, that's because you're shit. <laughs> I'm, no, but I'm we're okay just like, with that. Yeah, but we're. I don't mind beetroot, but that's not an <laughs> option here. It's so weird. I have a question for all of you. What? Why are you calling it beetroot? Is it different than just beets? You you guys say it's so weird. <laughs> Be- beets? Yeah, we call no, it you beet, say it because beets you, are just are a root. They're the root. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but we just call it beetroot. Do you then? Do you, you guys then call really? the leafy bits that pop out of the ground beets? You guys, the whole, or do you call them beet leaf? Do you call them carrot root? 
Onion root. It's like you're trying to construct a German compound word in your head. Because it is. Because it, it is. is. It's a very strange. That's exactly what you're doing. It's a German compound word. Stop doing that. Stop it, Cherba. Weird Australians. Oh. But no, mm. we called a beetroot. Speaking of, you got to get out of here. Speaking of Australian food, guess right. what our lone Australian developer brought into the office today? Vegemite. Uh, Tim Tams. Yes, she did. Tim yes. Tams. Did she teach you the Tim Tam slam? Uh, no, but a surprising, like almost half of our developers already knew the Tim Tam slam. Oh. And they quickly yeah. educated the rest of them. You work was, in a good place. It was very good. <laughs> I, my appreciation for New York Magazine <laughs> just like clicked up another notch. Mm. <laughs> All we need is to get also, some Chico Rolls Also, if you ever need a second Australian, here. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm available, <laughs> reasonable rates. What the fuck is this? A Chico Roll? I have never heard what you guys are talking about, but I'm looking it up right now. Oh, Tim okay. Tams are good. A Tim, Tim Tams, Tams are good. Did a you Tim find Tam the WikiHow a- uh, Tim Sam Slam thing? <laughs> Eat it's a rectangular chocolate biscuit that's like two layers of biscuit with like kind of a chocolatey stuff in the middle. Yeah. I'm not sure what you call it, like a chocolatey cream. Like marshmallow fluff? I think no, that's... no, no. It's cream with like an E on the end, like you have oh, it in some creme. things. Oh, creme. Creme. It's sort of like that, but it's semi-solid. And uh, mm. and that the way it's laid on by the machine forms a little channel. <laughs> and then it's coated in chocolate on the outside. So what you do is you bite off two opposing corners, sort of like, you know, you bite off where the Starbucks would be on in Seattle on diagonally opposite corners. We call that then, catty corner or kitty corner. Ah, yes, that's what I was trying yeah. to think of. Then you put Hidden one end corner. that you've Kitty bitten corner. off in your mouth, you put the other end in a hot beverage like tea or coffee, and then you slurp up that beverage, and right as you feel it start to collapse under your fingers, <laughs> you stuff the collapsing biscuit in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it is amazing. It should be noted here that I think biscuit means what we would call a cookie. Uh, I'm not sure you could really call this a cookie in so far as it's not very cookie-like. Yeah, that's like calling a it Fig is, Newton a cookie. Yeah, it yeah. is definitely a biscuit. Um, I wouldn't call a, a Fig Newton a biscuit by any means. But I think technically Fig Newton calls Fig Newton a biscuit. I've been watching <laughs> the, the, the the Great British Bake Off, and I have now, like, Biggest, I, I cannot understand... Oh, yes. Fucking no, words. They they call it a. They, apparently, Fig Newton calls it a, a pastry with the I mean, it pastry is. filled with. Fig I paste. can understand pastry. Oh, pastry, yes. I can get on with. But here's I a hot take: all oh, biscuits are what? pastries. <laughs> I just remember you use that you use that phrase a lot. What do you mean, hot take? Like, uh, what does well, that even mean? So to make a pastry, you have to you have to bake it or heat it up. No, he's talking about hot take, Nelson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so hot take is a media term yeah. for a uh, a take, which is like, hey, let me give you my take on this thing. It's, it's an opinion, it's an usually unsolicited. Remark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and calling a take hot means that it is controversial yeah. or. Uh, yes. mm, like, or I- ironically controversial. Yeah. Or ironically controversial, like <laughs> all like, hot dogs like everything are Nelson sandwiches. Calls a, <laughs> like yeah, everything but. Nelson calls a hot take, ironically the way, controversial. Uh, <laughs> the way I explain it is it's like landing a pl- it's like landing a plane when you're coming in hot. It's usually too fast and mm. may crash horribly, causing mm-hmm. horrific damage to you. Okay. That's very good. <laughs> just, a, just a response to, to Nelson's example. Hot dogs are not sandwiches. Mm. Yes, no, you see. You see. <laughs> oh, they're not. oh my god, we've derailed into food really hardcore. 
Oh, it's missed... okay. You missed the pre-show discussion of is the yeah. force made of ghosts? Oh, <laughs> that is. You know what? Some would call that a hot take, but I find that argument extremely compelling. Yeah, yeah. And like the it light is, side is just all of these ghosts, like just rolling around, going, "Yeah, this guy's all right." And then the you know the dark side is a bunch of different guys who are all dicks, going, "Yeah, this guy's a prick, but I can appreciate that. That's my kind of style." No, and you know what? It, there's a reason why the fewer Jedi and Sith there are, the more powerful they all seem to get. Because there's a finite number of ghosts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but they're always watching you. And there's a lot they're more. And there's nice ghosts you can do about it, so you better ghosts. come to peace. You're surrounded by ghosts anyway. Mm-hmm. What's the Wait, difference? didn't Anakin have? Did wasn't Anakin like according to the episode one have like no father, like a like a apparently a virgin birth. Yeah, he was uh, Jesus Jedi. He's a ghost baby. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's half ghost. <laughs> well, he's all ghost now, but... Hey. <laughs> Wait, so if he was half ghost before, and then he becomes a force ghost, does that make him like 150% ghost? I don't think it adds mm. up like that. I think it's. A, I think a person's level of ghostiness is a zero-sum game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, moving along. Uh, so the last topic here, uh, it's no secret that private companies like Facebook and Google and in China, uh, Weibo are ghosts (laughs) and we know they're ghosts. Um, and, uh, and they are increasingly (laughs) trying to integrate themselves into every aspect of their lives. I think most recently Facebook announced their town hall feature thing, which tells you who your representatives in governments, government are and gives you an easy way to contact them. Um, we know why they do it. They, you know, they want to make money off of us. Uh, and we accept it to an extent uh, due to just how convenient everything is. Uh, so convenient. So it's so convenient. We coordinate the show over Facebook and, you know. <laughs> um but is it a good thing to let these big companies sort of become a one-stop shop for everything? How how far is too far in this integration into like a personal life? Personal well, life. Well, I think it's fine until you start getting algorithms that um, allow people to self-select for filter bubbles, and then that increasingly like self-perpetuates itself. Oh, so we're already past the point. And oh, yeah. Mm, Yeah. And then you get conflicting versions of reality and then you can't run a country anymore. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's about that's about the line right there. That's that's about the line. We're past mm. it, huh? We're we're doomed. Are we doomed? My line was uh, the Internet of shit things uh, Mm. where they they like, oh, here, let's let's connect your thermostat to the Internet. It's like, does this thermostat work correctly well, i don't mean just never general mind internet that. connectivity i mean like like a uh, like one company becoming a monolith of uh, uh, no of- no it, it is that because think about think about a nest think about the data a nest right. has thinking about the nest a nest knows when you're home always yes think think what google and facebook can do with information like they know exactly when you're they home. already 
know when I'm home. Every day. Send the assassins. <laughs> That's when they can send George, the assassins. George, they already know when I home. When I'm home. I say Google, hey Google, remind me about X, Y, and Z when I get home. And sure enough, I pull into my garage and hey, bling, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which, it's... Zuck, can you please send better assassins? The last ones were shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm already lasted five minutes. I already get on in my car, and it gives me the direct time it's going to take to get to work. It like knows that I'm going to have a banally boring day today, and not go anywhere <laughs> different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I suppose the conversation isn't uh, what's too far. It's just uh, how. How much do we not realize that we're we're already so far past the point? Well, I think I think maybe (laughs) if if you believe if you believe the question that of of how far is too far is that we've already passed it. I guess the question is now how much further can we really let it go? Well, we can and probably will let it go all the way. What's all the way to you, Dalson? Ghost in the Shell. Or incredibly companies. Yeah, but like that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Facebook. It's going to be Google. uh, You know, battling it out. Google's on 2017. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, it's going to be like the corporations in Ghost in the Shell. Section nine. It's the fucking Google Wave team. No, there's still going to be like a government just trying to like control the fucking illegal, straight-up illegal shit that corporations are doing. I'm going to have uh, dual citizenship in Google and Facebook, okay? Is that okay? Is that legal? Well, unfortunately, we're at, we, the Twitter people, are at war with you. Yeah, well, that's fine. Twitter can suck it. (laughs) Um, So I took a Pew survey, like the Pew, the well-established research firm, Um, and it was on cybersecurity. And I was oh like, oh, boy. I'll, I'll spend a few minutes and take the survey. <laughs> and I got uh, I got 100% of the questions correct, because it's my job. Right. Um, and it was like, oh, here's the here's the distribution of the answers we get. You got better than 100% of respondents. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, ooh. How do you, how do, you do better than were, 100%? No one else got yeah. every wait, question wait, right. Wait, wait, These wait. These were easy questions, too. Wait, wait, wait. If... You can't get over a hundred percent, so you would be tied with, or as good, or better than a hundred percent of the people. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. So doesn't mean that no one else got a hundred percent. It just means that mm-hmm. no one could score higher than you, which is duh, right? Yep. <laughs> so it's not really saying that you're that necessarily beating everybody else. Though. Yeah, but the the mean uh, like score was something around the low thirties. Yeah, well, That's pretty this sad. Is- Dude, most people that are going to respond to that are going to be like, wait, was it a phone interview? Was it Just even like a web web interview? Oh, the no, web based. Okay. Were there so any even remotely tricky questions? No. Did they ask you subnetting? No, they asked like, what does you know? What's the difference between uh, like? I, I they were asking what's the difference between HTTP and HTTPS, but I think oh, it was boy. phrased as like, what does the green thing mean? Oh, what does the green baby thing? questions? Yeah, wait, it was so you like, could, like you could get it wrong because it's too simple. What? <laughs> no, it was, it was very clear. Props on what the, the writers the for, for making it very clear. 
But, it means uh, you should have worn a rubber vest, and it's going to fall off, George. That's what the green <laughs> thing means. <laughs> yeah, so the the massive proliferation of Internet of Things uh, things, plus the fact that no one fucking knows security um, means... Well, the fact that no one knows security means I have a job, so... Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. My light right there is connected. It's probably DDoSing someone right now. <laughs> Good work, light. Wait, your light is actually on the Wi-Fi? What? Yeah. Why? It's Wi-Fi light. Because it Because he wants me... to be spied on by his light, clearly. Well, it doesn't have a microphone. Well, I don't think it has a microphone. <laughs> hey, light. No. You don't think it has a camera You don't know if maybe either. they just put in a standard, like, dev kit kind of board in there. It's got, you know, microphone and all kinds of other sensors. I think, like, one of my favorite InfoSec things to come out recently was people freaking out about... Fucking hell. (laughs) Nelson, you don't have to turn on the red light. (laughs) Nelson! I mean, you look, I, ha- I have some fancy color this lights like totally that. totally worth the NSA knowing everything I'm doing, and also China knowing everything I'm doing. <laughs> I have Starting lights like that too, but they're they're Bluetooth only. I got some LED strips, and that's think, ab- around my desk. I think the best thing to come out of information security recently, partially because it bumps over into the area of expertise that I'm a bit more familiar with, which mm. is the physical side of security... <laughs> is where people were... uh, It was WikiLeaks released a whole bunch of documents, at least I think it was WikiLeaks, about how the CIA spies on people and like Mm. their methods and hacks they were looking at and things like that. And one of the things was, oh, they can use your smart TV to spy on you, throw out all your smart TVs, oh, they're spying... But what these people like failed to pick up was that to actually make your TV do this, the CIA had to have physical access to your TV. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah, they actually like plug in and put the uh, put the software on there. Now that's not if to they say have they have physical access to your TV, they can just play it a bug. <laughs> now that is well, that not was... to say that is not to say that they could not in some way compromise the supply chain in the t- for the TVs. But that's what China on. does. That's what, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. China. That's what China does, and like, they don't want to step on their turf. <laughs> This the you, the China's doing you a favor. They're getting rid of all the CIA bucks. <laughs> so they can put Chinese bucks. Yeah, now, now with a hundred percent less CIA bugs, but maybe but some extra. Here's the thing: too. like way, Truth way, way back are. in the early days of like spying and fieldcraft and the CIA, you know, actively going out and bugging people because of the Cold War and shit. Right. People's hmm. televisions were actually a really good place to hide bugs mm-hmm. because you could put them in the TV and. And the reaction from the TV would often set off, like, bug-sweeping devices. Mm-hmm. So also, could, people would be wandering the room and shit like that and just fucking, oh, the TV's going off. Oh, it's probably just because it's the, it's the TV. Also, it's, because it's people, a TV, that's what it does. People have been conditioned by the CIA to yell everything they're thinking at their TVs. There's, There's a hot someone take. at home right now yelling at their computer screen at us. They were Probably convinci- at me. They were conventioned by 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 television. Uh, this has actually happened to me, where I've watched so many television shows where characters monologue to the like they don't monologue to themselves they just say what they're thinking out loud that i do this 
That is a cultural meme. Here's yeah. a here's another hot take. That's a cultural meme that has been specifically planted into our culture by all the spy agencies to get no, people to not just <laughs> shitty no, writers it's being just, shitty writers. It's just a storytelling <laughs> device because there's no other way to get an internal monologue out. Yeah, there is. Voice service. Mm. I want to bring back. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to bring back. <laughs> personally, I want to bring back the Zack attack. Hmm. Yeah. Go on. That, they, that rings oh. a bell. Yeah, saved by the very, bell. Very tiny bell. Saved yeah. by the bell. He goes. <laughs> it rings. Time out. Rings that <laughs> he goes. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Wait, can you imagine like how disruptive that can be if people could actually Zack attack in real life? No one else would notice. Mm. Well, yeah, you might notice if he's like Zack attack and then fucks with your shit. <laughs> Yeah. No, you can't do that like with a Zach, Zach attack. attack. Suddenly your wallet's gone. <laughs> no, that's the whole point. You can't do that. But it would be really telling because if there are some people that need time away from social interaction more than others, they will be getting older faster than other people. That's true. Hey, can I have some of your fries? No, Zach attack. Oh, shit, half <laughs> my fries are gone. Zach, you motherfucker. <laughs> There's a daring bank robbery today. Suspect is probably going to be fucking Zach and his fucking attack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There is nothing you can do against someone who can arbitrarily stop time. This is a security concern. Sherba, did you never watch Saved by the Bell? No, actually. Okay, then. You don't know how Zach attacks work. Yeah, I mean, all all you're able to do is talk to the narrator. Yeah, all you get... Yeah, you just get to talk at the audience. audience. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Still a national security issue. What if the narrator is Russia? Mm. Not (laughs) He is is Zach attacking our secrets to Russia. (laughs) In Soviet Russia, (laughs) Zach narrates you. Sure, but go back and watch Round the Twist, okay? Don't don't get involved in Saved by the Bell conversations. Hey, well, let's face it. You can have your Zach attack. We'll have our kid who wins the fucking state school swimming meets with his helicopter penis. <laughs> okay, okay. His penis you're gonna have possessed not- by a ghost. Okay, <laughs> not now, but you're going to have to walk me through that later on. Okay, Just- <laughs> it all comes back to ghosts. <laughs> Everything is ghosts. Am I? Did you know there are more ghost jobs than jobs in the coal industry? (laughs) Do you know that there are more bin chickens than there are coal industries? (laughs) That's probably true. Bin chickens are the next stage of civilization. Once we're gone, it will just be bin chickens and rubbish. An an unending amount of rubbish to provide a permanent feeding source for the bin chicken. (laughs) Provide them enough food for 15 minutes. What an awful bird. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you know, uh, a funny aside on the whole like like issue of privacy and technology is that uh, that bill that was uh, voted on uh, to allow. Yeah. To Uh, roll back. ISP uh, privacy protections for consumers. Mm. I was trying to get my, uh, you know, my Trumpster father to be concerned about this because, hey, look at this. This was really great. We're just we're continually winning. And like I couldn't get through to him because he was so hung up on the government collecting data and like that whole aspect that he could not he couldn't like separate that from the like a commercial business collecting all of your data. 
And it was just kind of really interesting to see, like, well, what's the difference? Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of differences, right? I mean, the government's not going to a sell all your data all over the place to anybody, individuals or whatnot, right? Right. What? But what does it matter? There's actually George. Well, like, uh, for example, uh, like the government has certain rules, right? How they can deal with your data, right? Right. Ostensibly. Ostensibly. Yes. At this point in time. But commercially, I mean, you eventually could get to, I mean, we're getting to the point where they just pretty much can use your data straight up and personally. Yeah. I mean, and and you said it was, you said your dad's reaction was, you know, was that predictable? uh, Predictable. My dad's reaction to that and and a bunch of the other things that the Trump administration have done that I think pretty much universally people can say is a is kind of a bad thing. Um, I told him about that and he turns around and says, "Because I, 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 I went and I said to him, hey, kind of seems to me you were you really supported the Republican, you know, the Republican Party, the GOP this past election cycle, but it seems like even though you supported the party, their policies you seem to pretty regularly disagree with." He says, "Well, that's because I'm a libertarian." I'm like, "What?" Mm. <laughs> Suddenly, he became a libertarian. I guess. So basically, that he's means living in that the wrong he's place. a Republican, but he likes weed. <laughs> no. You know, maybe is your dad on did, the gear, Victor? <laughs> you, may, you know what? Maybe because he did vote for the uh, legalization of weed in California. In California, he did. Okay, vote for Victor. That. Here's what I need you to do. What's up? Hand your father a rolling paper, some tobacco, <laughs> and a strip of cardboard, and see if he rolls it straight or if he rolls it into a cone shape. <laughs> uh, see if he's got any decorative vases that seem to have a long straight neck and then yeah, a no, stem don't. holder off the side <laughs> well you're, you're saying your dad's probably like a small l libertarian and not like no a- i'm saying that i'm saying that he was a full-on republican until he started realizing that oh well hold on a second they're not doing nice things and then hey cognitive dissonance kicked in and suddenly libertarian well that's the thing big l libertarians are basically just republicans who don't want to ad- to chain themselves to that rapidly failing brand anyway <laughs> uh yeah i mean he uh, my dad just kept talking about well we need to collect this data for terrorism and i'm like uh this isn't talking about government collection of data this is talking about commercial data and it's just like, well, we need it for terrorism collection. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, we're collecting all this data anyway. No, but that's the, the government wasn't collecting the data. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, yeah. And I'm like, there's a difference between, like, aggregated data and, like, individual data. But that's just what concerns me when people are discussing these issues. Like, if, like, no clue... <laughs> Should we even be discussing like, it? What, I mean, we're do not. Do we experts. even need like this crazy government surveillance program? Why doesn't the government just buy the data from Facebook? They can now. Like they, <laughs> they don't need to. They don't then need again, to have these elaborate so can spying the, programs. So can the Cards Against Humanity people? Yeah, mm. it's true. They can make a personal deck of your search history. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So is that beyond the line? Because that sounds like a pretty good. They could make some money off that. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, like, are we just pushing the line further like, and further? They make a further. card game that's like all of your friends search history together, and like, each day and we stray like... further from God's light. <laughs> <Awkward>. <laughs>
I'd laugh if they just started making like the search histories of different professions deck. So it's oh, like God. you know, you know, you're going through, and it's like, oh yeah, like flipping through the fucking journalist search history deck, and it's like the weirdest shit ever. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I I work at a fertility toxicology place, so you can imagine what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I bet you've probably never Googled, are lizard furries still furries? Yes, no. <laughs> not, not at work. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, I've legit Googled that for work. <laughs> Why would I have Googled at work? I was, <sighs> I was actually trying to find out whether what I should refer to them as in an article, <laughs> and I didn't actually have any available. P.S. Turns out the answer is scalies, but they still <sighs> wear... But this, if they're wearing a suit, it is still a fursuit. Ah, not a not, not a scale. Is it is Go it figure. furry? Is it like textured like a felt? Stop whatever. whatever Starting get a bit beyond like my willingness to actually <laughs> delve into these things. Also, like, where would you get a full body like snake skin suit? Well, you know who don't, can answer that. Google. Google. Thanks, Google. I'm not sure I want Google to think I care about that. <laughs> I'm beyond the point of caring, really. Well, you know what, what happened? Kinetic- you know what happened? Kineticon, right? First time there, I give a lecture I give a- I give one of my panels, and then afterwards a guy comes up and starts explaining furries to me and i'm like okay. actually like i i feel but i feel for the nsa guy who's going through my profile because it's like deta- specific details about different bombs and things and then it's like followed up by like questions about furries <laughs> it's just like okay Either this guy's safe, or we're about to have the weirdest fucking terrorist attack in U.S. history. <laughs> Your church history wouldn't be that much different from uh, Edward Snowden then, apparently, right? Evidently. Bomb at a furry convention. <laughs> Americans baffled. <laughs> I, I just don't the fur, know if we should feel The fur was definitely this. flying. <laughs> No, that's not even good enough for a headline fun, Victor. <laughs> boo, boo this man. Boo. Boo. Oh, man. <laughs> I just got reminded of that guy who's running for office in, like, North Georgia or something like that, and they're and they're trying to attack him in the primary for dressing up as Han Solo. <laughs> oh, right. You mean the best character in Star Wars? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Why was he dressed up as Han Solo? She was at like a Halloween, Halloween party or something. You know what I the thing is? Cosplay. You know what? Yeah, that's actually cosplay. that's actually going to spectacularly backfire because there's going to be a ton of nerds and geeks who didn't give two shits about this guy, and now they're like, my man. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually personally know someone running in the California congressional special election. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, I've actually had to recuse myself from uh, coverage of that because, like, I personally know one of the candidates. So, <sighs> all right. Well, it was a good. Sh- it's a good show we had today. Uh, thank you, Powered by ghosts. <laughs> uh, thank you to Cherba, Nelson, Skojo, George, and any ghosts in presence at the moment. And uh, <laughs> they're here in spirit. They're here in spirit. <laughs> Uh, that's how you do a pun motherfucker yeah. um, and uh, we oh, will hear you, you will hear from us next time on acceptable vices may the force be with you
Midnight Party Line is a Frostworks production. To find out more about us and what we do, check us out at www.frost.works. <laughs>